If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at StudioRedMedia.com. Welcome to Kichi with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. And today we're going to talk about Christian art. Before we get started about something that I was thinking about uh, this weekend uh, was we got some updates for you. Yeah. Todd's book is out. Yeah, so baby. go now and buy it. That's right. It's on Amazon. Go check it out. And the first like night that came out was number one in new Christian in new releases in Christian poetry. Yes, which is awesome. Congratulations. Which is awesome, thank you. And since then it's now a hundred and nine thousand <laughs> book or something. I don't know. It's it's just pretty low. So please go buy it. Leave a review on Amazon. Um Yep, yep. So you, uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about the book. Mm-hmm. We told you when it would be out so you could get it. Yeah. It's out. You can go get it. It's on Amazon. Search TB Labarge. Yes, and you'll see if you type in TB Labarge on Google, I am a verified account, a Google like search account. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you see it, you'll see like TB Labarge. I have my own like uh, information, verified information nice. box. But don't look in Google. Look in Amazon because <laughs> that's where the book is. Uh, or you can go to the website. Yeah. TBLabarge.com. TBLabarge.com. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know how to spell Todd's name, it's in the podcast. Yes, it's T-B-L-A-B-E-R-G-E. So yep. it looks like Labarge, but it's Labarge. Yep, don't get confused. Todd doesn't like it when you get confused. <laughs> You're not going to like it when you get my name confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, congrats. Thank you. Uh, I know it's a big accomplishment. Yep. I hope you get lots of good sales. Um, of course, from this podcast alone, you'll get thousands. <laughs> Thousands. Thousands. Because Kyle's been saving up a lot of money. Oh, man. He was thinking about getting a new car, but instead he's just going to buy tons of books. Yeah. I mean, he can make a car out of my books. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. (laughs) Um, I mean, the book is called Go Now. It is Go Now. What better book to make a car out of than a book that's called Go Now? That's right. And speaking of Go Now, let's go now to the topic of our conversation. Let's do it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I was thinking about... um, uh, Christian art, specifically Christian movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I wasn't really thinking of any specific... Well, that's not true. I was actually thinking about a... Is it Christian art or Christian entertainment? Uh, either one. Dun, 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 dun. Is art entertainment or is entertainment art? Oh. That's an even bigger question. I would not think the Mona Lisa is very entertaining. So. <laughs> you really got it out for Mona Lisa. <laughs> she's boring! <laughs> you look at her, she's boring! <laughs> God, Todd Cousin sees the Mona Lisa one time and he's just done with her. Not impressive. <laughs> I, I I yelled out. I go boo. <laughs> Everybody around you was like, "What? Zero stars." <laughs> My yell review at the moment. <laughs> um, no, I was uh, thinking about a screenplay that I'm in the process of writing mm. uh, that you know about, uh, which we can talk about a little bit on here. A um, a mockumentary about a Christmas play. Yeah, a local Christmas play, uh, and it has. Uh, it's definitely Christian, a Christian film. I wouldn't say it's Christian film in the way that a lot of, it's not a Kendrick Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think of it as um, similar to how uh, the Peanuts, uh, like the Charlie Brown, Snoopy, that whole gang, Charlie Brown and gang, uh, their Christmas special mm-hmm. in the same way that it shares the gospel by Linus coming out in the center stage of the theater and telling uh, Charlie Brown, what Christmas yeah. is all about. Putting the Christ back in Christmas. That's right. Uh, that's basically what he does. And um, anyways, he shares the gospel on stage, tells Lin- uh, Linus tells Charlie what Christmas is all about. Com- talks about the war on Christmas. <laughs> this is not at all what he does, people. We all know that. Because we know that because it's the longest running Christmas that's crazy. movie where it runs every year yeah. than any other movie. That's wild. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of more of that kind of Christian. But um, as I was thinking about it, um, I was thinking about going out and filming it. And um, and and I just, this is just how my mind works. It just jumps to the future on stuff. And so I was like, well, what, how would I, like, inspire the crew and the cast to, like, try to give their best? And as I was thinking about it, I had this thought in my head. Um, I think a lot of times we see Christian art as poor quality. Mm. Like basically Christian art, Christian entertainment, Christian music, Christian movies, Christian books, Christian romance novels, whatever. Right. You put Christian in front of 
some kind of thing that the rest of the secular world makes. It turns into store brand. <laughs> well, well, it turns into like bad basically. Yeah. That's like store brand. Oh, store brand. Yeah, yeah, like Walmart. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Kind Instead of. Instead of Fruit Loops, you're getting fruity fruity O's. Yeah. 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 Uh, although, although I mean, mountain lighting. I was gonna say they taste the same. Mountain They're pretty lighting. good. Yeah, I will forever take the store brand of Pop Tarts over regular Kellogg Pop Tarts. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's just like a definition of just bad. And I think um, and I mean I think that's how the rest of those mm-hmm. industries see it. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, maybe in music, not as much, but probably more likely. I mean, there's definitely probably some people who wouldn't, some musicians who wouldn't would not be opposed to having. The success of you know Amy Grant or Chris yeah. Tomlin or you know some Dave Matthews or not Dave Matthews, Dave uh, <laughs> what is his name? Dave Crowder. Dave Crowder. Yeah. yeah, Lauren Daigle is like the new Christian. Lauren Daigle. Yeah, she's number one on yeah charts. Um, but I mean, I'm sure that you know people like the Beatles would have been like, oh, this music's right. horrible. Um, and movies definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know our our area of of our our field like. You put Christian movie, it just means bad movie, yeah. basically. It's like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, there's very few of them that are actually any good. Yeah. Um, as far as like production quality, screenwriting, acting, yeah. like just overall the technical and artistic aspects of the production, it's bad. Uh, I think you know a lot of books could be that same way, um, even though some of the classics, you know, were Christian themed. And I think that's actually like what I was when I started thinking about. It, I was like, you know, it's, it's weird because talking about something like the Mona Lisa, like at one point, you know, in the Renaissance era and throughout, you know, kind of the medieval times, like Christian art was the best art. Yeah. You know, you look at like the Sistine Chapel is what came to my mind when I was thinking about it. I was like, that is still like iconically, like one of the greatest artistic achievements ever done by the entire human race. Yeah. And yet it's all about, it's a, I mean, it's a story of God yeah. and Adam, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's all the whole thing. I mean, it's in the Vatican for yeah. starters. And then, uh, it's, it's all about Christian. Yeah. You know I mean? It's the it, last supper painting. It's like yep. one of the most uh, famous paintings of yep. all time. Yeah. Yep. And even like, think about like some of the movies back in the day, like the Charleston Heston, like Moses movie, yeah. like, uh, that was the, them, like him parting the Red Sea. Um, they actually filled up two big tanks of water and like dumped them down together, then played it in reverse to like wow. create him splitting the Red Sea. And it was like had never been done before. Yeah. It was really expensive. Yeah. They had no idea if it was gonna work. Um and then it did and everybody was blown away. Um and so there was a period there where like, you know, even um what's the one where they're racing around in the uh Chariots of Fire. Or uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Been her. Ben Hur, yeah. yeah, they're racing around in the chariots. Yeah, uh, Ben Hur, you know, it was like all these movies that, like, at the time and like more like classic Hollywood, yeah, were like huge hits, big special effects, visual effects, not epics, really, epics, yeah, yeah. Um, good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you have that in art, you have that. I mean, even in music, at one point, like you know, all these different composers and stuff were making music that were like tied to yeah. to Christianity and their faith, and now. Somehow we've lost that over the years. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things I was kind of thinking about when thinking about Christian art is that I don't, I, I think a lot of times we want to blame it on those other people. Right. Those people who make it. Right. But I think in reality, we really ought to blame it on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because when we go out to make Christian art, we don't put everything we have into it mm-hmm. to make it good. Yeah. We use it as an excuse and a crutch. Um, and so I was thinking about it as like, I was like, if I actually went out and made this movie and everybody knew that it had this Christian storyline and it shares the gospel in it, I'm like, I think most of the cast and crew would constantly subconsciously or maybe even consciously say, well, it doesn't matter. This is a Christian movie. Right. As opposed to if they were working for Steven Spielberg or Christopher Nolan or Scorsese or whatever their favorite director is, yeah, they would put every ounce of effort and blood and sweat and tears into that project to make it as good as possible because they're they're making a movie for this yeah. amazing masterful filmmaker. Yeah, it's no longer a movie, it's almost like a legacy. Yeah. They're like if I can put my print imprint on this somehow, yeah. it's going to go down in cinema history. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to they would never say, well it's just a Scorsese right. movie. <laughs> you know, you never say that. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's how we approach a lot of our our art that is made out of uh, out of our faith. Uh, and that's then why it sucks mm-hmm. because we let it suck. Yeah, we don't say I'm going to do everything I can to make this perfect. Yeah, I mean when you listen to stories of the Sistine Chapel uh, getting painted, it's like Leonardo like basically like wrecked his body. Yeah painting that you know and it's like years of his life just sitting on his back painting it meticulously one you know it's like people aren't willing to do that for their christian album yeah or their christian movie or their christian book um and so it's like i don't know i I know that everybody in our industry loves to bash christian movies those of us who are christians even those who aren't christians love to bash them um and we all say oh they're so bad yeah people go see them and it's like we always want to blame these other people yeah the people who make them the people who go see them whatever yeah you know oh the audience doesn't want a good story or blah 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 and it's like no i i really think it comes back to the fact that the people who are going out and we when we go out to make it yeah aren't giving it the effort that it really deserves yeah you know and and oddly enough if I had the chance to go work with Steven Spielberg, I would absolutely do everything I could yeah. to give him 120%. Yeah. You would think that that's then how I would feel about going and making a movie for Jesus mm-hmm. or, you know, or for God. So, um, so anyways, I don't know. That was just something that I was really thinking about because I'm like, I, you know, me and you both have been like, oh, that new Christian movie that just came out. Oh, my gosh, it's so bad. And I, and not that they're not bad. They are bad. Yeah. I'm not, not discrediting them. Yeah. But I guess I'm just... I am discrediting how quickly we how quickly we would do the same thing. Right. You're pointing the don't don't throw rocks when you live in a house of glass. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 Um yeah, no, I think that's a really good example. Um I think one of the reasons almost kind of let's say why do we kind of get so upset with Christian art? You know, why Why is Christian art bad? You know, and if anyone's looking at a movie, most Christian movies have the formula of a movie. They have beginning, middle, and end, yeah. you know. Like, they have their story, they have their acting, they filmed it, they lit it, and all that stuff. What makes that different than a Scorsese movie or something like that? Um, and often we've, we've been talking about, like, story. It comes down to story and stuff like that. I think for us, we get upset with Christian movies because it's not about story, it's about message. And the story kind of doesn't matter. It's how can we get this message across? Yeah, well, but uh, yes, totally, I agree. But like, how does Charlie Brown do it right? Yeah. You know, like, I think that's kind of where if, but, if you yeah. were to make something right. and you're talking about like, how do we make it right? Okay, I agree with you. How do we make your Christian movie the best movie? Yeah, and so obviously that then goes into like, well, how do you paint a good painting? Well, yeah. you study the masters and you learn the techniques and yeah. you, you understand the principles and philosophy behind painting and, you know, composition and contrast. I mean, you know, so then you learn how to do a good job. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's just something I always do. So I think more often than not, we use Jesus as, as an excuse for us being lazy yeah and not willing to put in the work to do great work yeah um and it's like i mean it's fine if we want to be lazy yeah let's not blame it on jesus right you know it's like well this is just a christian thing or this is it's like no or like or people are just gonna come out to this because it's they're christians it's christian yeah you know and it's like no how can it can how can it be the best yeah how can it be the sistine chapel where people who aren't catholics or christian or anything are coming to the vatican to see it yeah you know, and they're actually coming into the Vatican. Yeah. You know, like how, like if you're, if you're the Pope, you love the the mm-hmm. Sistine Chapel. Yeah. It's bringing all these people that may or may not be a part of your church into the church to to be there and experience the church. You know what I think the Pope really loves? What? I think he loves is a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all he's He loves good. Lewis. He loves. <laughs> He loves Lewis. I don't know if Lewis loves the Pope, but <laughs> <laughs> Lewis definitely loves the Pope. Um, so um, anyway, so that was just kind of something I was thinking about in general about um, just you know as far as making that movie or or whatever it is you know and I I think I think we should try to make stuff like the Sistine Chapel and we should try yeah. to make stuff like the Last Supper like you know like going back to like yeah it all comes down to story and um, and who has better stories to tell than 
Christians. Yeah. Um, Greatest story of all. Yeah. So, um, and then like, is every movie has themes that are are against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you know, once again, it's I don't think it's bad for Christian movies to have a theme or a message. I mean, Gladiator has a message. Uh, Up has a message. You know, The Godfather has a message. I mean, like all all movies are saying something. Yeah. Um. So obviously, I'm not. We could we could go into more about you know what what's wrong with some of the movies that the Kendrick brothers make as far as like why are they not as cinematically as good as they could be or why is you know even though I, I think the Kendrick brothers are great guys and like I know them well enough to know that like they make their hearts in the right place and they do the best they can and yeah. they're, they're making good stuff. Ones that I definitely don't feel bad bashing <laughs> are God's Not Dead movies. Yeah. Whew. Uh, those aren't Christian movies. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely, obviously, talk about those, but once again, kind of like what you're saying, like um, the whole glass. One. Yeah, don't don't throw stones in the living house. Yeah, glass. yeah. So, I don't but know, the, I think that's where I'm saying, like the message, because yeah, I agree with you. Everything has a message. It's just like uh, movies that aren't Christian that have a very clear political message in it sometimes, and you're like, whoa, this is like so clearly in this that I don't know what the story is. You know, God is not dead is not about this uh, story of eventual growth of this character. It is this person, this Christian, is right. 100% right throughout the whole movie. And we're going to prove that God is not dead. You know, like that is the, there's no story, there's no conflict. I mean, the conflict is the atheist is like, ah, we're going to stop you and all that stuff. And it just is not compelling. There's no nuance in that. There's nothing, like, really for me to even watch. Even as a Christian, I don't know why we watch those things when we know that Christ has won the war, you know? Like, we know that he is going to win. What is our call to action through that is to bring as many people with us, right? Yeah. And so um, when you have messages like that, and yeah. it's just like, we're right, you're wrong, you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't even, like, back into the heart of what the true message of yeah. Christianity is. And so making so, something good is pairing your message along with your story and having it an entertaining, fun, whatever, compelling story while weaving in your message, you know, and you could have the Charlie Brown moment at the end when all of a sudden light Yeah, I mean, well, up. I mean, now we're, like I said, like, really just, I think, I think the the thing isn't, I guess my my point isn't so much to get into like why yeah like what makes a good Christian movie that's not my point a good Christian movie is a good movie right you know a good Christian song is a good song like yeah. good music is good music yeah. yeah um and obviously we could I mean we there's no way we could cover in 45 minutes to an hour like what makes a good movie because that's like a lifelong yeah. journey yeah we're still of, learning it yeah exactly yeah. it's a lifelong journey of figuring it out um and I'm not even really wanting to once again, like look at those other people who are doing it and saying like they're not doing it right. right. I'm more wanting to like look at all of us collectively, though them included, the Kendrick brothers included, yeah, uh, the Irwin brothers, the included. Christian community, the Christians, the, yeah, the yeah. whole church. Yeah, how often, you know, when it comes to making stuff, even like the the guys who like put the the fish on their used car lot, you know, and they're like, you know, a, a safe place to buy your car, you know, or a Christ-centered <laughs> workplace or, yeah. you know, whatever, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, and they advertise that, and then it's like, well, then do you deliver the yeah. best service in the city? Yeah. In the town? Yeah. You know, like, if you're going to say that, like, you better. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's kind of more, I guess, what I, and, and I want to, like, more, like, introspectively between, like, me and you personally, like, you you have a book that you just wrote mm-hmm. that's talking about Go Now and your faith, and, you know, and so it's like, I feel like it's more... Like how can we, how can we almost to a certain degree stop looking out at everybody else and look more at ourselves inside and just be like, really ask ourselves like honestly like do we use Christ as an excuse mm. for our work? Yeah, not being good enough. Right. Like not being up to standards. Yeah. You know, not being excellent. Um. You know, and then like in the Bible, it talks about like do everything you can, yeah. like with excellence, yeah. as though you were doing it for the Lord. Yeah, you know, and it's like if you're making a Christian movie, yeah, or you're making like Christian should mean great. Yeah, that's what it should mean. Should be the 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 
ultimate standard. Yeah. Like, it is the ultimate And it used to be. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it used to be. Like, you wouldn't go and paint something. Yeah. In the, in the, uh, in the, oh, I've lost the name of it. Uh, Yeah, the the Vatican. Yeah. You know, if you're commissioned by the Pope to go paint something in the Vatican, you you wouldn't not, and you still wouldn't do a bad job because of what it is. But that's like the, like we should all, everything we should do should, we should treat it like that, you know? And it's like, you know, all these guys who were commissioned by churches and like throughout the years where it was like, man, that, that was the good stuff. Yeah. The really good stuff. The, the, the kind of the, the. Well, the question I would ask you now is, you know, you and I, because the thing is, good means different to a lot of different people. You know, there are people like me. I look at the Mona Lisa. There's people whose minds would explode if they saw them. But, <laughs> right. You know, they're like, this is the greatest painting of all time. And to me, it is literally one of the most boring paintings I've ever seen in my life. Um, and all around the uh mona lisa are huge paintings of like christ you know on the cross or just absolutely beautiful things but that's not what all the people are looking at you know all you see those classic pictures of hundreds of people taking pictures of the mona lisa you know it's just this tiny little picture yeah i just it, it doesn't make sense to me so culturally we can say um you know, a good example is when the Prince of Egypt was coming out. If someone in DreamWorks was doing something wrong, it did something as a punishment, they would take you off the Prince of Egypt project and put you on Shrek. <laughs> Shrek was seen as the lesser of the two movies. Shrek was the one that's going to bomb. Shrek was the one that yeah. was in development hell yeah. forever. Comes out, Prince of Egypt critically acclaimed, all that stuff. Shrek destroys, right. like just huge you know and still now it's probably more relevant culturally relevant right so i think for us you know i I agree with you we can say like you know christian standard we should we should be the best i think there are people who look at i mean you and i we have family members who look at these christian movies kendrick movies or or any type of god not dead (laughs) and they say this is really good and we're like you know, so I think it's hard to kind of almost yeah, but that's that's getting into like the relativism right. of like. But I think that's why I'm asking like you, postmodernism what, of like what's what good, is what's a bad. good yeah right. But what I'm trying to say is you know we're talking about the standard. I think people who worked on God is Not Dead or any of those things tried really hard. You know, I don't think. I mean, there's probably one or two people that were on that set that were like, "I'm doing the best I can." You know, I don't think collectively everyone's like let's just you know we know how hard it is to make a movie no matter what yeah um the budget the yeah. script all that stuff um so i don't i don't know it's, it's something yeah i mean i i uh i mean if you don't have the right actors it's not right. gonna be great i mean obviously there's always gonna be people who don't like the stuff that is critically acclaimed right. or like follows you know i mean people you're not a painter so you don't appreciate it for as a painter uh, windows paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there is that. There is your windows paint air. Those are those are good times. Uh, but uh, I mean, the Mona Lisa is, is critically acclaimed and has become renowned for a reason. Whether you are someone who appreciates that or not, doesn't change the fact that it's like right. it is a standard that everybody uh, that enough people like that they're saying, "Hey, this is really good for these reasons." You know, and so, I mean, you go to, like, the Prince of Egypt example, like, did it kill in the box office? No. But, like, you can't be ashamed if you worked yeah. on the Prince of Egypt. Right. Like, it's a well-made movie. Yeah. Now, like, there's a lot of well-made movies that, like, never do great or don't win Oscars or, you know, I say, so I think there's a difference between, like, box office success mm. and, like, more coming from, like, an artistic standpoint. I would know? argue that Shrek is artistic masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about right, Shrek right. being, I'm not, right. I'm ignoring that altogether. I mean, The Godfather did well in the box office. Jaws did well in the box office. Jaws is, like, I think actually Jaws' artistic abilities are sometimes overlooked because of its blockbuster-esque-ness. But it's, like, a really, really well-made movie in so many ways. Like, one of his best movies, probably. So so I I do think there's a standard, and it's up to the artist to, like, figure out what those are, you know? Um, And, like, if you just went out and started painting, it's like... 
Like there's, there's certain ways that people paint and there's certain things that people like, and there's certain stuff that gives a picture, a 2d image, 3d dimensions and you know, all that stuff that like, if, if you're the person painting, it's up to you to learn that stuff. Just like we were talking about, like with movies, like, you know, there is certain ways that stories need to unravel and there's certain things that audiences expect. And there's certain, like, there's a way to make acting seem real, but still be a performance yeah. and, you know, people to get lost in the story, but not get confused by the story yeah. you know i mean it's like all of that is like you know the complexities of like the, the art is is definitely still a standard yeah now obviously like once you pass that standard is there ways that you can bend the rules and do something different like picasso yeah uh or the matrix you know sure yeah you can always you can always tweak things you know but um i still think uh, kind of to your answer like where if you're saying like well not everybody likes the same stuff true there's always going to be somebody who likes god's not dead right Probably the people who passed around that email chain to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's not even a real email chain. But, I mean, it wasn't even a real story. But, no, a real story. But yeah. it was a real email chain. It was Because I real. got it multiple <laughs> times from different uncles. Ugh. Uh, and uh, there's always going to be people who are bored by the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, like, blown away by it just because it was, like, overhyped. I don't think I was didn't like it but i wasn't like ooh, wow you yeah. know like you were saying there's beautiful other beautiful art like around it yeah on the opposite wall i mean it's it's like going to the coke museum you know like you're going and I you're like put the mona lisa no, no, on the in, in the sense of like you go and you're like this is gonna be like willy wonka but then at the end of the day you're like oh it's just soda yeah you know they're just that's it's just, just a painting of, yeah it's just a painting it's a yeah. it's a it's it's not this huge like when you see these huge giant paintings, you're like, how long did that take? The Sistine Chapel. Yeah. I mean, literally, this took this man. You know, you're just like blown away. There's just certain when you look at a cathedral and you find out it took a hundred like like as long yeah. as America has been around, it took to build this one building. Yeah. You know, where we could build skyscrapers in a couple months now. Yeah. So I I I think you know, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm. At. Yeah. My question for you is, you know. With your thought process as a call kind of action to the Christian community for our standard, what what is that kind of reflectively into your own life? Like, what does that mean to you? I mean, so, yeah, I think with, like, and that's why I was thinking about it. Yeah. Specifically, I'm more of an introspective thinker for the most part. And so, I mean, I was thinking about it in relation to this Christmas play. Um, and I think it's just, like, never allowing myself to uh be to settle for anything less than like the best mm -hmm. you know uh and obviously it's like the best that i can do uh but i think to a certain degree like you know with some of these like other movies like if you're not i think you i i think um like if if i if i realized that i didn't have a skill i needed to to make the movie the way it needed to be made then i wouldn't make the movie until i had that skill mm you know, so it's just like if you're a Christian actor and you're in a Christian movie and you're not doing a very good job, then you need to go take acting classes. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like it's that, you know, it's like we t we we quickly throw off our responsibility to the craft. Yeah. Because we use Jesus's calling on our life as an excuse. Yeah. To be lazy. Yeah. Almost like if if it's going to work out, God's going to make it work. Out. Yeah. Instead of like God's yeah. called you to do something you need to build the skills to do yeah that. yeah yeah you yeah. need like like if you can't paint a masterpiece yet don't expect the, that god's gonna magically make it happen yeah 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 you're gonna instead paint a crappy ugly photo for god <laughs> yeah that's what you're gonna do yeah you know or if you don't know how to act well enough to not come across as a cheesy christian character then don't go play in a movie yet until yeah. you learn how to do it yeah you know or don't write us you know like i'm not gonna go and produce the first screenplay of this movie I make just because I feel like God's going to do his best with it. Yeah. And I guess that's the kind of part where it was like, you know, like we can't, like we should, we should, it should keep us up at night when we're working on something that we put Christian in front of out of fear of not doing a good enough job. Yeah. You know, and, and not that like we need to be, like give ourselves anxiety attacks and like be critical of our work that intensely. Yeah. But more just like, you know, I'm not going to expect that if like God calls me to be a runner and win the Olympics, yeah. that I can do that without training. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If if Spielberg called you, said, Brian, 
I want you to make a movie. But he said, but I'll only let you do it if you actually exactly. have the chops. Exactly. And so, so I'm going to give you two years to learn the chops, yeah. and then I'm going to call you again. Yeah. I would be working my butt off. Exactly. And I would exactly. not use the word butt. Yeah. I would use a different word because yeah. that's how intensely I'd be working off. Derriere. My derriere. <laughs> that's the word I was going to use. Uh, so that way I was ready yeah. for when yeah. he called two years later. Yeah. And for as, you know, so it's like as Christians, you know, and I don't, I can't say why Leonardo da Vinci laid on his back. I'm sure I could find out through some books. Yeah. I mean, but nobody really knows unless you go and talk to Leonardo da Vinci and unfortunately he's dead. Yeah. So, but uh, I know for me personally, like, I should be convicted over the fact that, like, if I'm willing to do that for Spielberg, who's just a man, yeah, and it's just a movie about, you know, sharks eating people or dinosaurs eating people or something eating somebody, I should really feel that way when it's the creator of the universe, yeah, the God, yeah, of my salvation, you know, that is asking me to do something that's in direct response to like sharing His message yeah. and His glory. And his love to like humanity, yeah. like that's a much bigger responsibility than making Jaws four, yeah. you know, or whatever. Uh, Jurassic Park, because I could make a way better version than the ones that have been coming out. Just saying, just saying. Uh, <laughs> what you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hate those movies, the new ones, so bad. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So anyways, I don't know. I was just I was thinking about it uh, as I was yeah. thinking about this movie over the weekend and. And then it's just like as I was thinking about actually going off and making it and like like what crew would I want to work with and this and that. And I'm like, you know, I could see like this person on the crew like just being kind of grumpy about it. And I'm like and like trying and like when you're on a movie set, like part of the goal of the producer or the director, somebody's like get people excited. Like yeah. we're making a movie. We're making a movie. And when you're the crew, you're like, shut up. It's hot. High fives. Unless you're me. Unless I you're, can get anyone. Pumped. Unless you're Todd. You, you actually can, which is surprising. Uh, like, yeah, you are. You're like the hype man. Uh, not that it's surprising that you can do that. It's just surprising that anybody can actually get people Well, I think it helps excited. out. Like, I'm working. You're I think with most them. producers are like sit right. behind the monitor and they're like, hey, look. You know, it's yeah, like, no. Yeah. You need to be with the right. people. Yeah, yeah. You need to be carrying C-stands yeah. just as much as everybody else. Yeah. So, anyways, but, you know, it's like, and people are just kind of like, they get grumpy or the day gets later, oh, we're running an hour behind, and and you're like, man, like, most of the people that I would have on the crew are Christians. Yeah. And so it's like, the, as a group, we you would think that we would care about what we're making. Yeah. More than anything else that we were making, yeah. have made before, because of what it is, you know? Um, this is not... And, and this is almost even what I'm saying, like, to say, like, well, this is our Sistine Chapel. People will be like, right. Right. This isn't our Sistine. But why isn't it? Yeah. Like, why do we even say that? Yeah. Like, why shouldn't it be our Sistine Chapel? Yeah. You know, why shouldn't, why shouldn't, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you can talk about your own situation because, I mean, you've written two books that talk a lot about God and, and how God sees you and God cares about you and what God calls from you. But it's like those books are your Sistine Chapel, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like that's your legacy. That's what you're leaving behind. That's what you're sharing with the world about, like, what God's called you to, to go do. And so it's like are you putting as much effort into it as Leonardo da Vinci did? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's hard because we also are in a day and age of content. You know, it'd be like if they were making Sistine Chapels every other week. You know? <laughs> it's like yeah, but one person I, building this it and, doesn't change yeah. the fact, though, that it has to be great. Right. I think it's it's bringing people into that vision. And like you said, like, how do we encourage our crew? How do we yeah. have the vision ourselves that we can really truly believe it and understand it and bring along everyone with it? I mean, they always talk about that with, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, of how integral the crew is, you know, every aspect, weather yeah. workshop, you know, oh, yeah. everyone. Or you see that in Game of Thrones, exactly. like how much the crew put into the heart oh, soul man. of that yeah. show. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, I think I think regularly, like, if like even, like, people would immediately throw up defenses. Yeah. If you said, guys, this is our Sistine Chapel. Yeah. They would be like, A, this isn't going to be that good. Well, it could be. Yeah. If we all worked really hard at making it great. Yeah. Uh, to like, well, this is just a movie. Like, it's always just like, it's we put up all these excuses. Yeah. And it's like back in the day when the Sistine Chapels were getting made, and you were an artist, and somebody asked you to do something, you didn't say that. Yeah. You did say this is my Sistine Chapel. Yeah. You know, you got it. You understood it. It's like somehow we went from a culture where, if you were doing something like that, you were expected to do amazing work yeah and you didn't settle for anything less than that 
to where now we assume that we're not going to do that and we almost won't settle for anything more than that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, it can't be that good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just, and like to me, I was just like, man, that's like, it's just a really big like epidemic, you know? And obviously you're always going to have people just go make crappy stuff. Yeah. You know, but I know tons and you do too, tons of Christians that are artists or musicians or painters or pottery or filmmakers or writers. Um, and most of them still feel this way, mm-hmm. even if they have no intentions of trying to go make God's Not Dead. Right. You know? Yeah. I think it's it's hard because um, a lot of the people who are financing or doing the movies, Christian movies, are people who are like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I almost feel like either churches, are gonna, you know, it's kind of the vision that they want to get across is their preach their sermon message you know and so it's like a big blockbuster movie that doesn't understand that you know movies are an art but it's also a business and disney you know you look at superhero movies disney's really i mean marvel's really the only one that's doing it right um as far as superhero movies why is that they have down to a you know good characters whatever i don't know uh, it's it's still all excuses. It is all excuses. I it's, I don't know. I I don't. I don't I'm know. not. I'm not trying to. Because I do think at the end of the day, people try and make a good movie, whatever they're working on. I don't on. think they do. Yeah. Think about it. You've been on bigger movie sets. Yeah. Everybody's like super. Like got bad moves. Yeah. They're all uh, like hate being there. It's just a job. Yeah. You know, like all those people, it's just a job. Yeah. You know, I mean, you were on the Cobra Kai thing, and they were probably thinking that was just a YouTube series. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, the, the, I, was, the, like, I pe- was shocked that it did so well. Yeah, because like everyone was just yeah. so depressed. Which is why it's a machine. Because yeah. if it actually relied on people's actual efforts, yeah, it would never be successful. Yeah, I mean, like Hollywood, yeah. you know. Um, and do you think that's almost why like a lot of movies are so dependent on IP, you know, intellectual property? Yeah. where it's like probably it's. Making original movies impossible. Yeah, but people will come if it is the crowding kid. Yeah, you know if it is. Yeah, I mean, I think the people at the top are probably yeah. really trying. Yeah, probably not for the right reasons. Exactly, to save their jobs. Yeah, or no or, one, no or one their, gets fired or their pride yeah. or their money, yeah. their greed. Yeah. Uh, you know, their desire for fame. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, and um, and I'm not saying that they don't have some altruistic reasons for. It. And I mean, the Kendrick brothers, for instance, like I know them. I know that they are doing it 100 yes. because they're trying to do something great for guys. Uh, and I'm sure that probably a lot of the cast and crew on their part also does. Yeah. And I know that they know because I've mentioned it at like conferences I'm at that they've that they understand that like their work hasn't always been the best yeah. and they're always trying to improve it. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying that we should just like sit around and do nothing while we're like trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, you have to like to be a great painter, you have to paint. To be a great yeah. writer, you have to write. I mean, it's just. But I, I still think, I still think that they're. I still think the majority of why nowadays Christian as an adjective before some kind of form of art or yeah. entertainment means bad is because that the majority of us that are Christians artists are have accepted that it means it's bad yeah. and don't try to fight that yeah. You know, maybe they like sacrifice on a joke or a certain storyline or something. Because, yeah, or they yeah. just write the music that everybody else writes. Yeah, you know, it's like if it's like, okay, well, the industry, the movie studios, or the person who's donating the money wants it to be a certain way. Well, then fight it. Yeah, fight against it. Yeah, fight for. I mean, like you're fighting for your vision. Well, you're not fighting for your. You're you're fighting for God. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. like if your calling is to make something beautiful and amazing. For the creator of the universe, yeah, the guy who created sunsets and the ocean and the mountains, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like if you're doing something for that guy, you would think that then you would have enough kahunas to tell the person who's financing it, like that's not good enough. Yeah, we're gonna do it better. Yeah, you know. So and and once again, it's like if we lived in a culture in a time period where Christian meant great work, then we would just like. It would be like absurd, yeah, that somebody would want us to do it badly, yeah. You know, like, hey, we want you to put this in the second act, but that's that's not how you make a good movie, yeah. Why would you want me to do that, yeah? 
that's not what we're here for. Right. You know? So I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like for all of us, and I mean me in particular, but you know, it's like, um, and that's what it came back around once again to me. It's like how many times, even as I've thought about my own Christian stories or the documentary that we did or other stuff where, you know, like if it was star Wars, I would put everything I had into that movie. But if it was my Christmas play, yeah, yeah, eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, why are we not? Why are we not putting the same yeah. effort into? Yeah, yeah, you know, and and I think we can always have a nice long conversation about why aren't those other people not doing it? Yeah, but those conversations really don't matter because we're never going to talk to those people and we're never going to change their mind. I think the real question is like, why aren't? Why am I not doing it? Yeah. You know, like that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. Like you have to ask yourself that. I have to ask myself that. Rachel has to ask herself that. Lewis has to ask himself that. I mean, like we all have to ask ourselves directly. Yeah. Because that's obviously the only, that's really the only person you have any control over. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't get the Kendrick brothers to, to write less cheesy dialogue. Yeah. You know, only the Kendrick brothers can do that. But I can make sure that my dialogue doesn't sound cheesy. Right. And I can tell you right now, I don't know how to write dialogue. Yeah. So I'm going to have to spend a lot of time figuring out how to write good dialogue, which is going to take, you know, I don't know how long. Yeah. But it's like if that's what a good movie is, then that's what I got to learn how to do. Yeah. And like, and being lazy and not doing the work it takes to learn that is just, you know, that classic like, well, I'm just going to use God's favor as an excuse yeah. for how he's going to make it okay that I didn't do my hard work in learning how to do my craft correctly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we think of uh, like the parable of the talents, you know, as like our own personal talents. And it's like, no, this, that's your life. You know, he has given you this life, that passion, whatever it is. And you need to do something great with it. Yeah. And if you're going to go and it talked about how that one person doubled his money and stuff like that. Yeah. As we all know, you can't just take money and just double it anywhere. You have to know how to do that. You know, you yeah. have to you actually have the skills to be good at doing that. So it's not just that just magically put it in a bank. And I mean, that's the whole point. Don't bury it. Don't just right. wait for it to sit around. Yeah. Do something, but know how to do it well. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I this the mindset you know of Star Wars or anything like that is. Um, propelled by financial incentives. It's propelled by fan base. There's a lore and legacy behind it. There's all these different things. Well, as Christians, we know what our ultimate, like, hope is and our ultimate, like, glory and all that stuff is wrapped up in heaven and what he has. So how do we make the most of it now? You know, the, the really, the audience is the entire world. It's not just Christians. I think that's the problem. It's a lot of Christian art. It's just for Christians and once again, counterintuitive to what the whole point yeah. of Christendom is. And so, yeah, the mindset thing is like if God really is our whole life, he is the, the the ultimate being, why do we have more reverence for Spielberg or Nolan yeah. or anything yeah. like that? You know, like it's just we should absolutely, he has given us a call in our lives and we should full on train as hard as we can, be the best we can, and do it like yeah yeah, so. yeah i mean we have a friend justin who's working on christopher nolan's new movie and me and you are huge nolan fans you especially that's your your spielberg his um, highest uh budget film ever yeah and we were both like man like we would what would we do yeah to work on his movie i mean we'd work for free we'd go into debt to pay yeah. for it in a fancy <laughs> apart or a, a one bedroom closet yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh to uh live in california to work on that movie you know if he said i need you to work you know, every waking hour we, we would do it. it. Yeah. And yet then if I was like, Hey, we're going to go make this Christmas movie here yeah. in Rome next year. Would we give that same effort to that movie? Right. And I can tell you right now that right. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the part that I'm like, you know, and some of the people that are listening to this podcast are people that I would imagine would be on that movie. Yeah. With us. Yeah. And so I ask that to you guys that are listening. Pick your favorite director or your yeah. dream job that you would love to work for that person. And I'm not saying you're working for me and the Christmas play situation. Think about it. You're working for Jesus, yeah. you know, but you're working for Christopher Nolan or Spielberg or whoever, Scorsese, whoever's your person. Would you be as excited to do that as work on 
a Christian Christmas movie. Yeah. And I feel like probably a lot of people would say the same thing. Yeah. You know, that they would, that they, well, they, they would agree with us, you know, that they would do anything to work for this X, Y thing, yep. or, oh, I could work on Game of Thrones, or I could work on the new Lord of the Rings series at Amazon, or I could work on the next Star Wars movie, you know? And yet then it's like, okay, now you could go work for God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chariots of Fire, running the Olympics or dying. Yeah, I mean, and, and, camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, it's like, uh, and, and, and and some people might use the excuse, well, yeah, but that's because like Star Wars is amazing. Yeah, Christian movies are uh. well, they're only uh, because we allow them to be uh, because we all say that they're uh, and then they just like it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. I I I, mean, I would disagree. I think Star Wars is uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would say that now. <laughs> I still love yeah, Star okay. Wars, but you know, Last Jedi is a favorite of yours, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, even even with the fact that it hasn't been as good recently, yeah. there's still people who are Star Wars fans that would like lose their minds yeah. getting to work on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Me being one of them, you know. And I'm not even as big of a Star Wars fan as some people. No. You know? So now I want to say, okay, so what is the hopeful side of this? What is now that you are in this contemplative, self-reflective? Are you saying you don't want to make this Christmas movie? Oh, or no. are you saying now, like, all right, that was my mindset before this. That's what was keeping me from making this. Now that I'm changing my mindset, I'm doing everything I can to make oh, this Oh, no, I mean, what's keeping me from making it is the same thing that's keeping me f- and everybody else from making anything else. Right. You know, like what's keeping us from moving to L.A. Or yeah. What's keeping us from trying to get i mean what is keeping you from anything that you want to do in your life i mean yeah. it's it's all the that's a whole another complicated podcast that we won't get into um but no i think for me it's just like if i i i think the hopeful side of that is um is learning i wish it wasn't a learning i wish it could just be overnight but yeah. but unfortunately it's probably a learning thing like learning to not let like uh, Christian as an adjective or or Jesus be an excuse for being lazy. Yeah. You know, I think that's really what it comes down to, right? You know, it's like, it's like if you're making something like that, you don't want to put in the hard work, you know? You don't want to spend the time driving to Atlanta and taking improv classes to be a better director. You don't want, you know, it's like, it's, a, it's just easier to do it easier way yeah it's easier to take shortcuts it's easier to say "Eh, it's good enough you know and i think this you know the the better side of this is like if you're gonna go out and try to write a kid's story like the narnia series by c.s lewis like we you could do that i could do that like people listening could like you know like whatever it is like you know if you want to make a song as classic as amazing grace like you could do that you know, or handles Messiah or whatever, you know, it's like, those are all things that those of us have the, the potential to do if we're willing to put in the hard work. And I think that's the part where it's like, I think any of us would have gladly have been able to say that we wrote Lord of the Rings, which has definite Christian themes throughout the whole book. But we assume that that's not what we're going to make almost because it would be a Christian story. Yeah. And I think like removing that excuse and being like, let's make the next great piece of art that represents like God's glory and God's love and God's redemption for humanity mm-hmm. and like the battle between good and evil and like all of that. Let's make that, Yeah, you know, whatever it is, you know, or let's make the next, I mean like about time could have been a Christian story. Yeah. If he had just been a Christian, it's a Christian story, you know, or we talked about like Marvel and like daredevil, you know, it's like, it's like amazing christian storytelling yeah even if they're not christians like all right well let's go and make stuff that's like that good and just not use the excuse of uh it's just a christian thing yeah you know yeah i think i think that's the upside of it is like the great work that can be achieved from the hard work of not using jesus as an excuse to make something bad yeah 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 i think uh it's a lot of interesting thoughts to go into um yeah, and it could be a whole other conversation of also, like, you know, doing something and it's not always going to pay off or it's not always going to, you know, uh, 
no or J.R. Tolkien died thinking he was a failure because he didn't get his Cimmerillion published, you know, or uh, Jane Austen, her books weren't really popular until after she died. Um, you know, she wrote all these books. Really, Charles Dickens is, like, the only guy that, like, had a popular book and, like... Got to was, enjoy it. Yeah, got to enjoy it. C.S. Lewis was pretty popular with his books. C.S. Lewis was, um, but, I mean, even back then, like... Yeah, not the, as popular. A lot of the people within his, like, peer group were yeah. like, eh, it's okay. Well, and that's... So. I mean, I think that then kind of goes back to, like, you know, like... Like, about time, technically, right. wasn't a success. And I think that goes back to years, like, well, who says what's good? I yeah. mean, like... We all know what's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like if you're in the craft, like if you're a chef, you know what good food is. Yeah. I might not care because I really don't care what I eat. Mm-hmm. But if you're a chef, you care because like that's your passion. You know about it. You know what good food tastes like. You know what good ingredients are. You know what a great dish is. Yeah. So like to some degree, like you have to like a like hold it up to the standards that you know are right. Yeah. You know, and that like you know because you're in that industry, you're in that culture, you're in that community of other artists that say this is a good painting. This is what a good song is. You know, like anything up there's a lot of room for for different versions of good, but it's at least up to this bar. Yeah. You know. Uh and then I and then I also think like if if we really can see it as like man, I'm like if Steven Spielberg, if I made a movie and Steven Spielberg was like that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I know the critics aren't wonderful. Like, love it, love it. But that's, like, probably the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, that would probably be enough. Yeah, more than enough. You yeah. know? <laughs> and so he knew who you were, and it's like, I watched it. It was okay. <laughs> He's yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> he yeah, but it. it's like, if I got, like, a yeah. 7 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, but then Steven Spielberg called me up directly and, like, talked my ear off about how much he loved my movie yeah. and how it inspired him as a filmmaker, I'd be like, Done. I'd be like, I'm going to go make another one right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, again, it's like I think we have to keep in mind, like, who we're making it for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, why are we making this great art? Why why are we spending three years on our back slowly painting the Sistine Chapel? Yeah. You know? And then, like, what what God does with it, you know? And that's definitely the hard part, as you and I both know. I mean, it's like with our documentary, like, it hasn't had nearly the kind of – Distribution, I want, success is a strong word to use, but we'll use it for now, for lack of better words, yeah. than what we thought it would. Yeah. As we sat on the trail and we talk about, oh man, what could God do with this? Or maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. Barely any of that's happened. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, so it's hard. I'm not. Yeah. That's the human part of us where we're like, we want that success, we want that accomplishment, we want, we want the fame, we even want the money, we yeah. want all the stuff that comes with being a renowned person in our field. Unfortunately, but, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, that I, doesn't is that even the goal. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And should that even be the goal? And I mean, is that always going to be a temptation in the back of our minds? You know, to like win the Oscar or the Golden Globe or to be the number one in the box office for multiple weekends in a row. Like, we're always going to have that desire and that temptation. But I think we still have to like keep in mind that like, a, we need to be proud of for the work we're doing and like yeah. and like put it up to like a big scrutiny. Yeah. If we're making something for God that says Christian something on the front of it, then it needs to mean that that means it's great. Yeah. To you know, to the standards of the industry. Yeah. And then I think we also then need to make sure that like God's happy with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if it's like if we get to heaven and God's happy with what we did and we know we're happy with what we did, yeah. Then to a certain degree, if oh, it becomes sure. hugely popular after we die, yeah. Great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. Well, and it's like you, what you were saying about my book a couple podcasts ago. You know, my first one helped me get to my second one, and my second one's helping me get to my third one. You know, yeah. like I everything we do, the the the, <laughs> the documentary helped us understand how hard it is to make a movie. You know, each thing, the short helps us realize what wasn't right you know like edison found a hundred ways not to make a light bulb like that's the thing is we have to realize that if we are doing something we are honing our craft whether we know it or not um but we get so caught up in the "Ah, it's a failure it's a failure failure." we don't look at the okay what do we learn from that what's helping us next thing yeah and i'm not saying everything we have to do has to be like this i mean not i mean i love jill had nothing to do with jesus right I, I, you know, I'm not saying that like 
I mean, we should try to be the best always. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's times we just want to make something. You don't care if it's great or not. You just want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all going back to that content is king now and put produce stuff and make stuff and just stop talking about it and go do it. All that's still true. Um, but I think when you do set out to then specifically make something that's going to share God in some way yeah. to the world, then that's when you're, you need to roll up your sleeves and take it seriously Yeah, and give it everything you got Yeah, as though you were working for Steven Spielberg or whoever is your idol, you know, your, your hero that you would love to be like. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make an airplane, better make sure it flies. <laughs> you're yeah. like, and you know, be the right brothers. You're gonna fly in it, and you're gonna yeah. really take that seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, it's just something that I was thinking about a lot because I was just like, yeah, you know, not only, like I said, I was just thinking about different our different friends and people I'd have up there as like a gaffer, or, you know, or wardrobe or whoever, you know. And I'm like, I don't, I could see them just sort of being like when it gets close to the end of the day, they'd be kind of checking out. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, that's why Christian movies are bad. Yeah. Because we're all checking out. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, you know what? I'm going to push this thing to the end. Yeah. To make sure it's as best as it can be. Yeah. You know? So, mm. anyways. Anyways. Well, we all die in the end, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I I see what you mean. Yeah. I it's It's interesting. How do you see that in your writing? Do you feel like you've done that over the years? Um, yeah, I mean, I think if I am going to, I think I've taken the kind of easy approach to a lot of things. Now, my third book being a novel, like that's going to be a lot of work because yeah. it's a lot, it's not thinking in segments, you know, it's not thinking in little spurts and little quotes. It is developing a full story, yeah. something that is going to engage the readers from beginning to end. And also being okay with with moments where maybe not engaged, you know, like yeah. something. Every story, if you can really, if you can produce something that's eighty percent good, <laughs> you've made a success. I think. I think. I mean, there's parts in Harry Potter that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Right. Uh, or the Phoenix when he's going through his teenage phase. <laughs> <Yes>. Um <laughs> Wouldn't we find out that his adolescence is just Voldemort? <laughs> but uh, spoiler. But. Um, yeah, I, I I think, like you said, yeah, if you want to make it really, really good, you really have to put everything you have in it, blood, yeah. sweat, and tears. Not to say that my books weren't a lot of work. They were a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of stress. Yeah, 8 out of 10 still takes a lot of work. Takes a lot of 10. Uh, <laughs> takes a lot of work indeed. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think... Um, when you grow your skill and you get better at something, I think we can kind of become complacent. And we kind of are like, especially in the world of the grind of, you know, kind of talking to Allie about her work at, you know, she's a product designer. And so she's designing all these things and she's a perfectionist. She wants to make it like perfect and great. But her work, her employer was like, make it 80% good. Like it doesn't have to be happy with that because yeah. the reality is in a couple months, that's not going to matter. Yeah. It's always new stuff, right. always new stuff. And so for us, it's becoming more and more for entertainment, for movies and all that stuff. It is content, 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 content. So we can become complacent in that and say, well, let's just do something and yeah. God will God will bless it. It will be great. Yeah. We did it for him. That's enough. Yeah. But Or it, people will still like it. It's for Christians. Right. But he's not satisfied with good enough. He's satisfied with everything you know like yeah. give you your whole life it's it it wasn't the vegetables that Cain you know offered up to the Lord that's not what he wanted he wanted the sacrifice you know that that Abel had um he's not all of Jesus disciples just about all of them died you know in horrible horrific ways for for Christ and so if our art is not reflecting like the ultimate sacrifice of our labors and our work for the glory of the kingdom then why are we doing it? Yeah. You know, if we wanted to just do whatever, then let's just go get office job. And yeah, and I would I would still distinguish the difference between, like, if we want to do our Rebel Pilots web series, like, yeah. I mean, we should make it good. Yeah. But it, I'm not talking about that because, like, that's, that's a spoof comedy thing. That's funny. Thing. Yeah, I'm not saying every yeah. single thing you do, but it's like if you're going to say this is for God, yeah. 
specifically. Yeah. This is Christian. Mm-hmm. This is a Christian movie. This is a Christian song. This is a Christian whatever. That's where I'm saying we should not take a step down from yeah. the level of effort we normally put into stuff, but instead we should quadruple that effort yeah. that we normally put into things to make it as amazing as possible. And if you only make one Christian song every 10 years, fine. Fine. It's great. But then make it the best freaking song you can. Yeah. You know, hone it, craft it, make it amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you look at somebody like James Cameron, he doesn't come out with a lot of movies, <laughs> but the movies that he comes out with are always pushing the boundaries, always doing something that. Maybe not story wise, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I, I mean, the Avatar is Pocahontas. It is Pocahontas. I mean, it's Fern Gully. It's actually, uh, really, it's Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, but he's always pushing the boundaries. I mean, and it's like when it comes out, I mean, they're huge hits. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's like you can, even in this, like, constant contact content world, there's still a place for masterpieces yeah. to go in between all the other stuff that you normally do. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's make our work reflective of God's uh, standard. Yeah, you know, if yeah. if He is, there is nothing that God touched that was not like eternal and beautiful yeah. and wonderful. Yeah, you know, I don't know how the movie's gonna actually play out, but like you look at somebody like Terrence Malick, yeah. who I've never really been a huge fan of, just because I find his movies boring. Uh, and this new one might be boring too. But this new movie that's coming out though is all about like this. Uh, what do they call them? Um, where they uh, conscientious objector yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. conscientious. Um, German conscientious. Yeah, and he's he's a Catholic, and he can't stand behind what the Nazis are doing. No, because he's he's a man of faith, and he ends up getting uh, murdered or killed because of it, uh, and so he becomes a martyr. And eventually, the the church actually, I think, um, sainthoods. Yeah, uh, but it's like it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The trailer, well done. I mean, it's like it's taking everything that Tarek Mallets knows how to do well and then applying it to a Christian story. Yeah. And it's like that's what we should all set out to do. Yeah. You know, like if we're going to make a Christian comedy, then it better be the – it ought to be really funny. Yeah. You know, it ought to be top-notch comedy. Yeah. You know, if you're making a Christian romance, it ought to be – it should be Romeo and Juliet level romance. You know, yeah. like it should be something that's like, wow, this is really good. You know, um, and if you're not going to do that, then almost to a certain degree, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, if you're not going to paint the Sistine Chapel, don't go and do a finger painting on the ceiling instead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I Once again, it's it's hard because you and I know what's good and we, we think it's good, but there are people who legitimately think there's no difference between McDonald's burger and a... Yeah, but those you know, people aren't going to mean chefs. Right. I don't care. I'm not a foodie. Yeah. But that's why I'm not going to spend my entire life in a basement of a kitchen yeah. learning how to cook an amazing burger. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know? So do your parents like some of those other movies? I'm sure they do. Yeah. But they're not filmmakers. Yeah. They just watch it. Yeah. I'm not talking about the mass audience. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who are actually making it. Yeah. The artists. Yeah. You know? And I'm not even talking about the pastor who wants to get a message across so he goes and makes a movie. You know? There's people who do who go and make a barbecue so they can do a fundraiser so they can do some political campaign. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about people who are like, I'm going to go and do this because I love it and I care about it. Yeah. If that's your profession, those are the people I'm talking to. And those people do know the difference. Yeah. Like hands down, they know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I absolutely agree. They're just, I almost think of, uh, and I'd say a lot of the films that are actually out there that like in the film section, the people are out there, they're making them that we, you know, like I met the guys and like saw them talk and stuff at this film festival. The guys who did God's Not Dead or somewhere like Sorbo mm-hmm. has a movie like Sorbo knows. Yeah. You know, old Hercules, he knows what a good thing is and bad thing yeah. is. And he's doing it anyways. Yeah. So this podcast is definitely for Sorbo. <laughs> the God's Not Dead guys, I don't know if they really know. Yeah. I think all they care about is money and it's yeah. making them money. Yeah. You know, well, they they're on a completely different. They are like. McDonald's yeah. at that point. They're like know? the money lenders outside the temple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's flipping yeah the table. exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Kendrick brothers, like, I think their heart's in the right place. They do know. I wish they would, like, work harder at making stuff better. Yeah. Um, And and we could talk more about that some other time. Like, they're definitely, like, the 
kind of your example of like, hey, they're, but I think they really do know and they're trying. They're just, I wish they would like maybe go do some of that off the side training yeah. to like come back, you know, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I think a lot of them are people who are just like, it's like people who just aren't making stuff at all. Yeah. You know, you look at somebody like Brian Tan, like would he go out and make a Christian movie? Yeah. I don't know. Probably not, yeah. But a he lot, would do a great job. Yeah, yeah, you know? they, they really feel like, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's just a bad market. We cannot. And so then if he the, got. The example is the Christian world is like fast food. It's always going to be fast food. It's never going to be yeah. Christian. I keep using food restaurants. Yes. That's just where my mind is at. And, but we can make time. it. We can make it good because it used to be the feast. Yeah. It was the best thing. Yeah, it was yeah. the stuff yeah. that everybody. It was the it saved. It saved art. Yeah. I mean, Christianity saved art back in. Yeah, it was they the echelon yeah. of quality. Yeah, it meant. I mean, if it was, if it was commissioned and and like it was the best stuff. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's why all those guys are eating. All the artists were in Italy. Yeah. you know. It's like, so it's just, you know, and and it's like if if I could convince Brian Tan to be on a movie, would he feel as compelled working on that as he would on a Terrence Malick film? It's true. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, I don't want to call Brian Tan. I don't. I don't know if how he would feel, but I mean, my that would be my guess. Yeah, you know. And like I said, I I'm saying that about myself with Spielberg. I would say that would be the same case for you as Christopher Nolan. Yeah, you know. And it's like, that's again coming back to it is like, I'm talking to the people like us. Yeah, you know, not to the people who make God's Not Dead. Yeah, I'm not talking to our parents who like those movies because they have a good message. Yeah. they're gonna like our movie too. Yeah, it's gonna be you know like they're they don't care. Four dollar burger, ten dollar burger, right. a burger's a burger. Yeah. You know. It is the self reflective nature of how are we engaging our art for the kingdom of God. Yeah. You think about like Chariots yeah. of Fire, like non Christians still will talk about that movie and reference it. It's great. And it's because it's a good movie. Dun, 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 you know, dun, dun, dun. up to this, yeah. you know, yeah, even the soundtrack, yeah. you know, it's like everything is like, like that soundtrack's iconic. Yeah. You know, and it's because. They did a good job. Yeah. That years later, people still talk about that movie. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff that we should be making. And it's a great example. You have one guy who's running for himself, and you have one guy who's running for God. Yeah. And it's pretty cut. You look at Les Mis. You exactly. know? I mean, it's Legalism like, versus redemption. Yeah. Versus yeah. grace. And it's yeah. still, I mean, it's regularly playing in yeah. major cities. It's great. To audiences of all kinds. Wonderful. You know? And it's like how that that stuff is all doable for us now, if we stop using the Christian adjective yeah. before art as an excuse yeah. to do bad work yeah. or to not give it uh, everything we got. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, let's go make a good movie. And I believe in you. I believe in your vision. Oh, thanks. And I want to do it. Let's do it. So Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you're inspired. <laughs> or at the very least, you're like, finally, Ryan's getting off his soapbox. <laughs> It is a big soapbox. We can barely fit in the studio here. Uh, before we uh, log off, I just want to give a shout out to my niece, Reagan. She listened to your show, said she likes it a lot. Uh, saw it a couple of weekends ago. So uh, thanks, Reagan, for listening. Reagan, thank you for listening because you just made it to where instead of two people, Evan and Kyle, we now have three listening. Three. Well, Allie listens. So four. Four. Whew. And then uh, One more. Taylor listens, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she does. She inspired us. <laughs> she set the boat off into the ocean and then waved goodbye. Oh, well, thank you to all five of you who are listening. We appreciate your, your, your input and your listens. Give us a like, a listen, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.